knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode number 126 of the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast that you've ever known, and you ever will know. That's right. No one will ever go this long and last this long. No one. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother, the very sexual, the very toit, Jason. Hello, Jason. <laughs> what's up hey bro? how's it going dude dude how's it going dude? dude i like okay like no no meme no like i'm not i'm not playing it up today's like the best i felt in like a month <laughs> like actually dude that's amazing it's good did, did anything did anything change no or? i just woke up feeling good dude dude hell yeah and then know- i continued to feel good you knew today was the day we were going to record the podcast. That's yeah, I why. just knew. I knew. I woke up on the right side of bed. The birds were chirping, but not too much. You know, like fucking, I my my hoodie, my, my one of my favorite hoodies was just right there. It was clean. I had folded it right and nice, but I didn't know that I had folded it for me. You just knew. Yeah, like last week, Jason was knew that this week Jason needed it. Right. To continue the good day, and. That's the best feeling, isn't it? Yes. You actually sent me a really funny, uh, I guess it wasn't a TikTok because it was on Instagram. Yeah, but yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, what is what is Instagram called? They're like, they're short, oh, fine, like. Normally videos. like reels. Reels, yeah. Yeah. And it was when you put on the wrong hoodie. And, <laughs> yeah. And the guy put on the hoodie and it started playing an Under Oath song. And then you looked at his nails and they were painted black. And he was like, what? what? And it has like the hole in the sleeve. Yeah, so you can yeah, put the your, hoodie had your the thumb, hole, the thumb the hole. <laughs> And he was like, oh, and he took it off, and then the music stopped. And I was like, Hell yeah, yeah song's dude. a bang. Oh, honestly, I don't even really like that song too much. It's mostly just like the intro really fucking gets me. That song's really good, actually, though. Mm. That's my favorite Under Oath song. Oh, really? The, um, maybe we, why don't we sit right here for half an hour? We'll speak of what a waste I am. Is he going to do it? And now you did not again! Because <laughs> that song has that cool, um, at the end, like, it, you know, it goes through the whole song, and then it gets real quiet, and it has, like, this very low tone, like, guitar going. Mm. I hope to God you come. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really like the tone of the guitar at the, in the intro. I hope to... God, you feel this now. And then it kicks back and then it it ends on this like that's like Mm. the lowest I've ever heard a guitar go, I feel like, in my life. It's Mm. just like this really They bent that shit down. It's not drop D, it's like drop D's nuts. Got him! Drop D's nuts! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, are you tuned in to drop D? What's drop D? Drop D's nuts! This podcast is already off the rails. Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it so feels good. It does feel good. We, we took a week off last week. Uh, I appreciate everybody who said nice things. There wasn't anything serious going on. Just, you know, I, I have a lot going on at work. Jason's been having some uh, issues where he hasn't been feeling well. Yeah. And, and our brother was home from the army. 
And so it was like know, a perfect for, storm for, for the rest of the week. And so it just seemed like a week where we just didn't do a podcast or stream that week. So I appreciate you guys um, understanding that we're back, though. Um, we missed y'all. We missed y'all. We're streaming today, actually, Tuesday. This is going up on Friday. So we we start streaming again every at least every Sunday and Tuesday. Um, but yeah, so I, I appreciate you guys having patience with us on that because hey, you guys are awesome. And speaking of you guys being awesome. We have a couple of reviews. Yo, 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 yo. On Apple Podcast. Again? Again, two. Holy shit. So the first one gives us five stars, and the thing says nice. The, the title says nice, and it says good podcast. And that is a... <laughs> nice. That's via one 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 zero one 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 zero zero one 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 that's like that's like when people donate money on twitch and it's the text-to-speech just one 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 yeah. one one so their one, uh their seven. name uh <laughs> was in binary if anybody speaks binary water kh please translate for us uh and then the second one is another five-star review thank you very much from our friend dp grant um, and it says good tidings five stars I've been meaning to write a review for this, the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast for a while now. Thank you. But I've never gotten around to it. Then I had the honor of being quoted in another review, so I buckled down two weeks later to write this. Hosts Mike and Jason are engaging and hilarious, even though droughts of no KH news or materials, even through, I'm sorry, I can't read, droughts of new, no <laughs> KH news or materials, they pull through and create a great episode every Friday. They discuss theories, make tier lists, and interact with their listeners in a fun question of the week segment. You also find insightful interviews with the superstars of the Kingdom Hearts community, like Damo279 and Mel from The Secret Reports. They also spoke with regular Pat. <laughs> oh my god. Their Discord community is very welcoming and friendly, and being involved is the best way to participate with and enjoy this podcast. If you're a newcomer to the show, I highly recommend finding time to catch up on older episodes and learn the origin of long-running jokes or discover segments that were lost to time Rip Cavern of Remembrance. <laughs> You'll also notice their evolution as host, from their nostalgia critic-ish style of humor in the early days to the more self-confident and effortless back and forth of their current episodes. But don't worry, the boys haven't sold out and aren't afraid to take down the fat cats of Big KH, like <laughs> HMK and the Gamers Joint. <laughs> Cats, that's so mean. In conclusion, if you love Kingdom Hearts and don't subscribe to the Anthem Report podcast, you are a fake fan. Five out of five, DP Grant. <laughs> Thank you, DP Grant. Um, fat cat. The, the 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 fat cat. You're, you're just a fat cat. Well, you know you don't know that term. No, it's like uh like the big boss. The big, uh, oh, like they usually. I mean, it is negative. The it's, big cheese. Right. Yes. 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 It's like that. It, it, it's it's. The, the why is everything why are old ones just like old fucking sayings just the big the fat the big think, okay think about it like this so i think the reasoning for it if i can really break down uh, okay. fat cats okay okay from, i'm gonna break this down here call me bioroxis yeah so normally they're talking about people who are like running a company or they're you know multi, it's the all the owners like you know mm, like someone mm. would call jeff bezos and uh uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, the fat cats, right? <laughs> Normally, those people are well off. Okay, okay, right? but in this scenario, which is HMK, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, or Elon Musk? Like, is, or is game, like which one is which? H. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that's, not the, that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, fat cats. Normally, someone who's rich 
has access to food and mm. better food and mm. more food. And they have a and fat ass cat. Gluttonous. Named Garfield. And I think that's where the fat cats or the big cheese and mm. that where that stuff comes from. It's like, oh, they can afford to be to they, be fat. They can afford to post on R slash chonkers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, when he's calling HMK and DMs for the fat cats, it's like a yeah. know, big KH, like big pharma, you know? Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. That, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, DP Grant, for the wonderful I review. I've understood that. Have you ever have you yeah, you did you you were very lost. I on was it. so lost. Um the nostalgia critic. Have you ever watched the, the nostalgia? I've heard of the nostalgia critic. No, I've never have. W- were we similar to nostalgia critic? I don't know. I, I didn't. Do, I never heard of them. I've never. I've. I've heard of them. I've never watched or mm. listened or whatever they do. I don't even know what they do. Do they make video? I'm assuming they make videos. I'm assuming on, on games. On games or movies, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But apparently we have we had similar humor early mm. on. But we've evolved to be more self-confident and effortless. Yes. There's I fucking sweating over if, here. If there's one oh, thing about this podcast what I, would I say I can use to describe this podcast, <laughs> it is effortless. Mm. We put zero effort. With ze- absolutely zero effort. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's gonna lead into our next topic, Jason. But before we get there, if you want to be ballers like uh dp grant or a binary number one, person one one uh, one zero you can go on apple podcast and leave a review and it really helps we're up to 71 reviews mm. that's fucking nuts yeah dude it's crazy and they're all five star except for one but we don't speak about that one technically two technically Wait, they 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 reviewed twice they well it, 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 it erases the other they one. changed the review yeah, they made the review worse. they thought we forgot Years later. No, we would I'll never forget. We never forget a grudge. <laughs> I don't remember their name. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about a little criticism we got. Okay. And not be for any reason other than it provides context for what I'm about to say after it. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So our good friend Gavin, who hey, actually left Gavin. us a review before. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Gavin. Said the you homie. know he wanted to leave us some criticism on something. And he didn't want to come off as mean or negative. And I don't think he does at all. Oh, no, not at all. Um, I understand being worrisome about that. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what he said. Um, he said, I have headphones in all day while I work. I clean pools. I can't lie, guys. Every time I meme, he says, starts, I just have to skip most of it. <laughs> when I'm scrolling through the Discord memes, I typically have a good laugh. I think this community generally has a great sense of humor. But I also feel like describing a meme doesn't do the original meme any justice. Like, I'll be listening to one of the submissions from the podcast, and it'll generally go like this. Mike says, Sora says this, and then Riku says this, and then Namine is holding a gun. And Jason will say, ha, 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 yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then it's on to the next one. (laughs) I'm not trying to be overly negative about this, but as an audio-only listener, this segment just falls very flat for me. I love the name. That's some clever-ass shit. I see you, Mike. Thank you. Finally, someone gave me credit. (laughs) That's all I wanted is credit. We just wanted to keep doing the segment until somebody said, wow, this segment name is nuts. But the segment (laughs) itself is awesome and filled with so much pausing and time spent trying to figure out the meme. It becomes very hard for me to listen after like five minutes. I wish I had some kind of alternative suggestion for you, but I don't. I know you guys are very creative and funny. I don't want my opinion on this one segment to be like, people don't like your ideas because that's obviously not true. I mean, you regularly get submissions for that exact segment. I just don't think the podcast works for me when certain elements, certain segments rely on visual elements. All right, I'm done being negative. I love you guys. Y'all are truly ones among the fence. 
So I said, this is good criticism. Please, I, I actually don't like this segment. And so here's the deal. I had this bit planned for last week, and we didn't end up doing the podcast last week for the reasons we described earlier. Right. And the bit was, I was going to... Should I just do the bit? Whatever you, whatever you feel like you need to do, brother. I, I, I just want to make this. I just want to make this very clear. Whatever you need for closure. This bit has nothing to do with what Gavin said, other than Gavin like hit on the same things that I was going to hit on. Yeah. Because I don't want it to seem like we like we were planning on doing this last week, and I, again I was planning to do this this week, and then Gavin posted this criticism, so we ruined it. But <laughs> so the bit was I was you gonna, hear that you ruined it. I was You're ruining it. I was going to go, hey, guys, I'm very sorry about something. You're just ruining it. There's there's something that's been weighing on my mind, and it's been really, uh, I've not been able to sleep. I haven't been able to eat. And I just have to apologize to everybody who's a fan of the Instant Report podcast. I'm Mimi says, while a great named segment yes, very is good. not a good segment. It is not a segment up to the quality of what you guys expect from the Anselm Report podcast. And in a new segment today called Mike's Apology Cor- Apology Corner, I'm going to apologize. Jason and all the listeners and viewers of the Anthem Report podcast, I'm sorry. That took a lot of strength, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud all of right, you. All right, now it's on to our next segment. I'm Mimi said. <laughs> and then we were just going to do the whole fucking segment. Anyway, that was the bit. And, it was gonna be the- <laughs> it was gonna- and I wasn't going to tell Jason about the bit. Yeah. He- so he was going to just laugh and it would have been funny. But then Gavin ruined it. <laughs> Gavin, I know we suck. All right. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, that, that was the bit. But, you know, the idea behind I Mimi says was we used to do a, we did like a three episode, three episodes of another podcast called uh, that. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Another very great named uh, podcast. What and do you mean? We did it for a little bit. Since and we running out of memes. What do you mean? We really liked it, but it was very hard for me to edit in a timely manner. And I think memes way more so than Kingdom Hearts uh, being current is very important. Yeah. Like memes go so fast. Oh that, yeah. That we would we would literally like, okay, we can't talk about this meme this week because it's already dead, dude. It's already dead. Like, and so that's why we stopped doing it's it. Stale. I would have loved to keep doing it. But the idea was we were looking for like new ideas for the podcast itself because right now we are in a uh kind of a there's not much new to talk about Kingdom Hearts. So And like we already done so much. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, let's make a tier list of these. We've already listed every fucking character in a tier list pretty much um even the fucking throwaway ones like the fucking the fish that's inside monstro that's right we put them on a tier list i think we like triple s them <laughs> shit now i don't remember her name yeah <laughs> but guys like we tier listed everything what's her name is it like luna God, now I gotta look this up. He's gotta know. This is just like uh, I Mimi says. I'm they're pausing <laughs> to look up for the goldfish from Pinocchio. Cleo, Cleo, Cleo the fish, the the, the triple S, the triple S tier character. So, and to be fair, like I knew the first time we did it, I said in my head, "Yeah, this segment isn't great." Yeah, because it was just a lot of me just going. Here's a meme. 
this is what happens in the meme. Jason says, that's a good meme. That's a good meme, dude. And we move on. And so we I don't know if you guys noticed, but we didn't do it the second week. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't, we, do, it we right didn't do it, and I wasn't planning on doing it again. And then someone—I don't remember who—but in the in the I Mimi says channel said when they don't do I Mimi says and posted a meme, and I went, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Okay, people. Some people at least actually liked it, <laughs> but I hated it. Uh and so we're probably not going to do that anymore. Um. I do think it's important to have a separate channel for just Kingdom Hearts memes on our Discord. Because it deserves its its own special place. And we might, we might from time to time, if we see one we really like, we might talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Jip actually gave us that suggestion, doing like a meme of the week, which we were doing at first, and then... I don't know. Explaining memes is hard if you don't have it visually. And in my head, when, we, when I first thought about doing the segment, I was like, oh, people can just like pull out their phones. But if people are like... Listen to us at their job. They can't just yeah, do that. That's and true. so uh, it was definitely a misstep on my part. But you know what? They can't all be winners, right? That's true. And, and we're trying, especially during this time, we're trying to experiment and come up with different ideas of things we can do to make the show better or longer or um, just, just more quality. But we've kind of done a lot. We've done 126 episodes. And yeah, there might be some ideas we can revisit. Um, and the biggest problem is that I'm very strapped for time right now because of my job. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and go, OK, what could we re- what could we revisit? What else could we talk about? What I, I haven't had time to watch like Kingdom Hearts creators like their other videos. I haven't had time to do a lot of different things that I want to do to like get the show. Up to a, a higher standard of quality. Because right now, and, and for the last, I don't know, probably since episode 100, the show, with the exception of like us having guests on, the show has just been me and Jason shooting the shit on, on whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and, and keep it hard usually. But. Yeah, we talked about so much stuff. And it's like, we don't want to like yoink people's content. You know what I mean? Because we could definitely go through and talk about like different theory videos and like what we think about them. But at the same time, it's like, it's not as something. Like, it's different to just talk about, like, one person's video than as to, like, a community theory or something like the Sleeping Realm, where it's, like, a oh, right, lot yeah, of people. Sleeping Realm didn't have, like, a video. It didn't have a... So, like, I don't know. I feel like that was, like, easy to be, like, oh, we can make videos on this because it's a document and we can, like, go over it and talk about it. Where, like, if I take one of Mel's videos from from the Secret Reports and just go, okay, Mel said this, 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 and this, right. then I, I don't want you guys to not watch Mel's video because yeah. we're... You know what I mean? So, like... There's a, like a weird line there, and honestly, like I said, I haven't had time to put anything together like that, even if I even if I mm-hmm. wanted to. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So we're 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 trying different ideas. We're trying to and like obviously, um, we know the I Mimi says was a pretty low effort idea, right? <laughs> yeah, like it, I I understand that. I know that. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> we weren't uh even even when I came up with the idea, I wasn't like. Yo, this is the next big thing. Yo, I Mimi says like I liked the name, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I, I knew it was kind of like it was almost like to me. I thought it was almost like a tongue in cheek segment where it was like, really, you get like, oh, you're reading meme memes again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It, it was like a it was like a too many cooks thing. Yeah, it's like really, you guys are still reading memes. I also, I also just 
I think it was good as like outside content pretty much where it's like not it's part of the podcast but it's but it's not because like a lot of people I feel like are looking at the memes as it's getting posted Mm -hmm. and so you're still getting like that laughs and stuff from it but then you're hearing like the memes again like when we're talking about them yeah so it's like it's a little weird yeah no there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why it wasn't working as a segment. And, you know, we are first and foremost an audio show. So to do something visual is tough mm-hmm. and it would would always be tough. And I frankly don't have time to add the memes into the YouTube version, but that doesn't solve the problem for people like Gavin or Jip who are strictly audio listeners. So, yeah, anyway, um, we're we're going to go back to the drawing board with that one. But I am going to uh, highlight one meme today. One special meme. One special meme. One special memer. So my meme of the week is from Nesquik. And it's, um, you know, like the, um, the, uh, the typical, the meme guy with the, with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, yes. the five o'clock shadow kind of, yeah. he's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth, but they put Demix, his hair It's over. like the Doomer guy. Yeah. The Coomer guy. Coomer guy, yeah. <laughs> and it says, I've been playing sitar for over 10 years. And then it's the typical girl in that meme, and she goes, so you're, so you're like, really good then. And then he's just sitting he's there just sad. Her like, he's just sad. sad. I've been playing for 10 years, and I suck. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Also, honorable mention to Brundocks, who, um, he might have drawn this himself, but it's stick figures. Saying, I do not like that thing. And it says he's a Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix fan. And then there's a group of like other stick figures and they're all KH3 fans in a huddle. Mm-hmm. And then I'm the one that comes out and just gives them a <laughs> thumbs up. And then I just go back to talking about KH3. <laughs> That's a good meme too. I liked that. Yep. But can we also talk about, I'll never fucking forgive them for not making any fucking noise when Demix is fucking strumming that shit. Okay. In fucking like two, in three, five, eight. Okay, fine. You know what? They're old ass games. Oh, he's, but in, he makes noise in the battle. But, but in three, in three, in the fucking cutscene where it's like, ah, yes, we're explaining everything. We're standing on the pillars. It's so fucking jarring to have the camera just be on him for like ten seconds, and he's just pretty much doing nothing but like tuning and like strumming and shit, and it makes no fucking noise. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, and maybe they thought it'd be jarring to have a noise in there, but then don't have him animation like Justice for Demix. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty weird. <laughs> for his sitar playing, let us hear it. I was actually, I was uh, lurking in demo stream last night. He just starts playing fucking Wonderwall. <laughs> Speaking of weird Kingdom Hearts 3 things, I, I, I was lurking in demo stream last night. He was playing The World Ends With You. I wasn't paying attention. I was playing Avengers. Um, but supporting the homie regardless but lurking and supporting the homie regardless and i happen to look over at chat and someone mentioned it's kind of jarring in kingdom hearts 3 how sora supposedly lost all his powers but then he learns to air step and shot lock in that world something he's never been able to do before mm. well what do you what do you think about that jason i thought that was an interest i never thought of it that way but i think that's an interesting point i mean He's got to start at level one for the new game, guys. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. 
Well, of course. So you see, the stars were aligned in this particular in this particular way, in this quadrant well, of right, the sky. Learn- and so when he hit level five and <laughs> But how how did how did he learn the air step though? It's not like anybody taught him. He just walks up. I how I think of it is he already knew how to glide, right? But uh-huh. then he lost it. Uh-huh. What's what's like almost gliding? Air stepping, dude. He's like trying to glide, dude. I would say air stepping's a little crazier than gliding. No, he's like trying to glide. He's like, God damn it, have glide. Uh, I uh, okay. Yeah, dude. I um, like, like, like in Dragon up. in Dragon Ball before they can fly, they like learn how to do big ass fucking jumps, dude. I suppose that's true, but like gliding's not flying in the game. It pretty much is. It's it's gliding, you right? He can't change his trajectory. He, can't, he up. can't go straight up, yeah, but like he can infinitely go horizontally. It's not like actual gliding in that, like, once you infinitely hit the ground. Infinitely horizontal. That's my new band name. Yeah, dude. Infinitely horizontal. But the earth is round, so it's actually not. It's curved. Right. right. So I'm just going around <laughs> the earth infinitely. <laughs> infinitely. I'm always moving. I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. I mean, obviously, the person's being, like, a little, like, nitpicky about, like, like, it's a game mechanic. Right, right. right. Air stepping is such a big part of KH3, I don't, I didn't think about it. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm like, air step. Like, you, yeah. He's air step. Where, like, in BBS, there's no air stepping, but they have shot lock. So Sora's just learning something completely brand new. Yeah, where, yeah, with, with the shot lock, it's completely brand new. With air step, it's like, at least, like, similar to things he has done before. Yeah, I suppose so. Cause he quick run, it's just quick run in the air, dude. <laughs> Five head. Quick run in the air. Yeah, dude. You just. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just you just cracked. Here. You just cracked the code to like all evolution. <laughs> Usain Bolt. It's like the. He's just gotta do what he's doing. He's just gotta do what he's doing in the air. <laughs> like what would you just the gotta run in the air? The letters are flying past my brain at light speed. Oh man, I don't know how anybody couldn't like this podcast. Just when Jason comes, in Jason the air. unlocks evolution. Forehead, Giga Brain is what it is. Yeah, what can I say, dude? Dude, you're just you're just you're just a legend, dude. Not just in your own mind, but in mine as well. Uh, before we take a break, we have one more thing to talk about. Last episode, we laid down a challenge. Oh, shit. We laid down a challenge to a couple of non-listening cowards. <laughs> Parentheses coward. You say their name? Yeah. Parentheses coward. Yeah. Tatsumaki and <laughs> Yamianity. We challenged them officially to a Kingdom Hearts speedrun relay race where Jason and Yam would run Kingdom Hearts 2 final mix against each other. Leading into me and Tatsu running KH3 against each other. And they have accepted the challenge. Let's go! Maybe not cowards, but you know what they will be? Coward? Question mark. Losers. <laughs> because we are going to win. Yes. Um, I'm not, we don't have a date on that yet. Tatsu said sometime in September he'll, yeah. be, he'll be more available, and that's the same with us. So, But we will let you guys know the moment uh, that happens. Moment yeah. it's going to happen. So we'll be streaming it. They'll be streaming it. Stream it. It'll be fun. And you guys will get to see us win. Yeah. Because we're juiced. And 
catch me practicing cage two sometimes. Yeah, we're gonna be practicing both runs at different times. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do it together. That'd be crazy. Maybe we should practice the relay. Mm. Like we just have a splitter that just has cage two done, cage three done. Dude, what would be what would be fucking nuts is if like we had it like in splits where it's like, okay, I do something and then when I hit the split, I also pause the fucking game and then you have to do your next split. <laughs> so it's like back and forth. <laughs> Can the PS5 do that? No, we'd have to set up the other PS5. <laughs> oh. That would be crazy, dude. That would be... I don't think they can do it. Like, if they were in the same room like we are... No, they'd be in Discord. they just say, go! I I don't <laughs> think they could actually do it. That would be fucking cool, though, if we yeah. did, like, an actual relay where it's like, okay, three splits, then Mike. Three splits, then Jason. Yes, that'd be so cool. That would be pretty nuts. Hmm. Something to think about. Yeah. And speaking of other events on our twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros platform september 11th it'll be our first ever rock band concert emo night it's gonna be lit it's gonna be lit jason tara and i are going to be dressed up in our mid-2000s best yes we're going to play the last i looked at the set list it's about an hour and a half yeah it's a good show it's a good show of emo goodness Yes. Um, in the game Rock Band, I'm all. We're also gonna have, you know, I might have some visual effects for the screen. I don't know. Mm, I, I, I haven't might, done anything. Might yet, be kind of so kind of cheeky. It might be. It might get a little cheeky. So, <laughs> um, it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be the kind of thing where I'm not. We're not gonna be able to have a vod up because of the nature of it. Um. Yeah. Because of the music. Um. So, it, but what I'll do is I'll probably record it, and then maybe we'll rerun it on Twitch at some point. Mm. You know, yeah. just, just play it again for people if they miss it. But September 11th, twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. Come hang out and, and uh, we're, we're, we're going to need some, we're going to need some good crowd interaction. Hell Chat yes. interaction Hell from yes. you guys. So we're, we're really excited about it. It's going to be fun. I need your energy. You're going to hear us sing and, and, and you're going to hear two really talented people sing and then me. Mike is good at singing. I don't know why he's being weird about it. Two really talented people, <laughs> meaning Jason and Tara, and then also me. Also talented. But just just regular talented, <laughs> not really talented. Regular Mike? <laughs> Do you know his name? It's actually Regular Pat. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. Who the fuck would Regular you? Pat huh. Johnson. <laughs> Doxed him, dude. The fuck? <laughs> Regular Pat Johnson. I hope that's really I, his I, name. I, I can just see like his like thumb like seems good emo, right? Yeah. The thumbs up. It's like this is the regular Pat Johnson seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> regular Pat Johnson. You heard it here first, folks. Anyway, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back. We are going to have the question of the week. I went a little wild with that one. It was good. So we'll be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, 
you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back to the Anselm Report Podcast. It's time for the question of the week. Oh, yeah. Thank you again to our good friend, Afro Roxas. Hope you're doing well, buddy. This week's question of the week is from me. Hi. Hi. I want you to rank all the Kingdom Hearts games. However, with a twist, you are only able to explain one of the placements. Meaning, if you put... Recoded number one and VCast number two, you cannot you can only explain one of those placements. You can't talk yeah. about you can only mention one game yeah. in your outside of your rankings. Uh, and failure to comply could result in your answer not being read smilers. So up first is Original Dreamer 06. Alright, fine, be that way. It's all or nothing from best to worst. Okay, okay. Here we go. Starting with number one. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Mm. KH2. KH3 Remind, KH3, Dream Drop Distance, Dark Road, Birth by Sleep, 0.2, 358 over two days, KH1, Birth by Sleep, Chain of Memories, Back Cover, Recoded. And I haven't played Melody of Memory yet. And they explain, I think Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is a top tier game within the series strictly because of the very, very intriguing and interesting plot and story. Yes, it was all over the place a lot, but I'm only talking about the main story plot with the key kids, not the Disney people. Not the filler, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also enjoyed the cute style it held in social online part. As you may know, I enjoyed making new online friends and teaming up with them to fight bosses. I also really, really, really enjoyed the fact that I can make my own character that represents me and semi-explore Disney worlds. It was a cute style game that I loved very much. How did I do, boys? You did great. Your question got read. I love it. Also, you disrespected the fuck out of Kingdom Hearts 1, dude. I'm fucking shaking. Kingdom Hearts 1, number 9. Yes, dude. Below... And then also regular BBS under 0.2. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) Disrespectful. Chain of Memories? Also, ranked Chain of Memories, but not re-Chain of Memories. I mean, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Angel says, number 1. I'm just going to say number one, and then I'll read them and then the, yeah, so you guys yeah, will yeah, understand, yeah. right? So I don't go number one, number two, number three. Number two. <laughs> oh, I could do it like that. I'll do it like that. <laughs> number one, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross slash Dark Road. Oh my number God. two, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Number three, Birth by Sleep. Number four, KH3. Number okay. five, okay. KH2. Number six. KH1, number 7, BBS 0.2, number 8, Dream Drop Distance, number 9, 358 over 2 days, number 10, Chain of Memories, number 11, Recode. I always like in those videos when they do that, Mm -hmm. like it's like, 99 things you didn't know about Harry Potter's penis, and then it'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be like, it'll get to like, like number you'll, six, not, you'll not believe number 16. Well, no, they'll, they'll get to like number 69, and instead of saying 69, they'll go nine. <laughs> or like, like um, the big one I always see is um, 
Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. I, I'm not familiar with that, but yeah. I know the number 42 is like really important. Okay. Like I, I think I think in the they's like it's the meaning of life or something like that. Oh, so they'll okay. like 42 like the meaning of life, and it's like fucking nerds. <laughs> like, stop. Um, but I I like number 13. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Why oh am I laughing so hard? Oh my god, it's Jason such a Lawson. fucking old meme. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, anyway, Angel's answer. <laughs> Uh, look, recorded as lore relevant AF and probably plays well too. I don't know. I don't have a DS. I can't tell you, but it's 11 because I quite literally forgot it existed until I saw Ordinary Dreamers ranking and I literally read the question a week beforehand. So, yeah. So, Angel choosing to explain the last placement. Wow. On their list. Mm. 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 I like that. The that, switch up. Is that, a, is that a nowhere? They'll be they'll go, yeah, like, if it's a Kingdom Hearts one, they'll be like, Organization 13. When it's number 13. <laughs> you know, like, that's just, like, so stupid. Organization 13. Yeah, they should do it in Zenith's voice if they do that. <laughs> All right. Kyrie's Bro is next. Um, I don't think I'm going to do the number thing. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good for the one time, dude. Uh, Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you, my dick. you fucker. <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> well, you can't now. I know. No way I could possibly number one. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts one, number two. Okay. Kingdom Hearts three, number it's still three. doing it. Kingdom Hearts two. Okay. Number four. Wow, all three main titles in yes. a row. Number five. D D D. Number six. Chain of Memories. Number seven. Three five eight over two days. Number eight. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross slash Dark Road. Number nine, Melody of Memory. Number 10, Recoding. And they say, I know most people would not put KH1 as top dog, but I just keep replaying it over and over. Can't get enough. It's just too comprehensible and woke. <laughs> it's like my junk food game. Love that. I love it. I love it. If you, uh, whoever had Kyrie's bro down for first person to make comprehensible and woke joke, uh, bingo. Any, any bingos in? Any, any bingos? Espicat <laughs> says, Mike, you sadistic motherfucker. <laughs> and this interesting question of the week. <laughs> I don't know why he called me a sadistic. You're sadistic. You're sadistic. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, here goes. Number one, gauge two. <laughs> Number two, gauge one. <laughs> Number three, gauge three. Number four, BBS. Number five, Recom number six DDD number seven the ones I haven't played. I will explain my DDD answer. The, that game is just so not fun for me. I have tried to play it and enjoy it, but the worlds feel so empty, lifeless even, and the combat feels extremely simple. It's basically use balloon or bounce off of a wall. Could be a bad take. Could be the most soul the most soul and comprehensible answer this week. <laughs> but as my good Anything friend else? Mike, whose cheese stinks, oh. <laughs> says, oh. nice. 
dude. Okay, dude, they're supposed to be lifeless. They're dream worlds. And also... It's supposed to be weird. How did he mess up the cheese sticks one? Yeah. Who's cheese stinks? What is it supposed to be? It's supposed like... It's, it's, the oh, first name is supposed to be Mike. Right, because he put Mike, comma. So I said Mike and then paused. Yeah. So it didn't sound like Mike Uchi stinks. Yeah. Also, messing up Comprehensible and Woke? I don't know. I don't know why well, no, I think it, it, it wasn't supposed to be a switch up Incomprehensible. Could be a bad take. Could be the most soul and comprehensible answer this week. Mm. So he meant Woke and Comprehensible, but out of correct betrayed him. Oh. Risky six, dude. Very, very risky six. Uh, Sean is up next, and he says, Mike out here cracking <clears throat> down on rule, ba rule breakers. I respect it. <laughs> I'm only going to list the games I've actually played all the way through, as that seems fair. Number one, BDS. It's <laughs> still so funny. Number one. <laughs> Number two, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number three, Union Cross. Number four, KH2. Number five, KH1. Number six, 0 0.2. Number seven, DDD. I'm breaking my own rule here by including Union Cross, but I followed the updates the whole time, so I think it's fair to include. Getting it out of the way, the gameplay in Union Cross is dog shit. <laughs> but, really, but what really makes me think of it so fondly is the story. It took forever for them to tell it, which is a very Kingdom Hearts thing. By the time it was finished, I think it was a very exciting and worthy catch story that if it were another game would be the best in the series. Obviously, it had its shortcomings. Some plot points you got dropped or introduced somewhat randomly. You could feel that the story was released over a course of a long time, but I think that the time spent with the game is also plus. Union Cross filled a void in the cage fandom during the years without new games that I think was instrumental in growing the community to where it is now. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, and I really don't know how to end this, so goodbye. Dude, say what you want. But like Union Cross, it felt like like when you're watching DBZ and you're getting to like it's like a cell saga, dude. Like it's just mm -hmm. it's just fucking long as fuck. Mm -hmm. And in its own game, there's like a lot of like hype buildup. There's a lot of moments in mm -hmm. it. Obviously, it's a really long fucking game and it came out over the course of a really long time. But no other game that ha has has done that it, it, no other game is as comprehensible and woke but like seriously it's like actually had a really big ramp up all by itself it, yeah. didn't, it didn't need anything supporting it to have a lot of this like hype built up around i mean it. i think to a certain extent you're right i think obviously if it was just random like anime waifu game i don't know that it would right yeah yeah obviously yeah no i i get what you're saying uh corn says question of the week number one Page two. <laughs> Period. I love you all and think you're lovely people, but if you disagree, you're wrong. Nominate gun. That's it. She's put cage two number one. Wow. Nominate gun, dude. Enough said. Nominate gun? Nominate. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. That was a bit of a stretch. Nominate. Nominate. <laughs> Good? Nami ne. Phil Games says, since I actually I haven't actually played them all yet, I'll only focus on story here. Number one, case three. <laughs> God damn it. I don't want to laugh. 
page three and remind number two. <laughs> Fucking stomping away, trying not to laugh. <laughs> number two. Days. What did they put first? <laughs> I <forgot>. Number one. <laughs> Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. We're losing our goddamn minds over here. <laughs> Dude, this is this is like the energy of when we record the podcast at like one in the morning. But for some reason, it's, it's not that. It's three p.m. It's almost five p.m. Oh my god! All right, so Phil Games, let me start over. Number one, <laughs> three mind. Number two, three five eight over two days. Number three, DDD. Number four, KH2. Number five, the entire key saga, including Dark Road. Number six, BBS. Number seven, Recom. Number eight, KH1. Number nine, Melody Memory. Number 10, 0 0.2. And number 11, Coded. Hmm. I think the one that needs the most explaining is why DDD is higher than KH2. Yeah. As bad as DDD is at explaining its own plot at times, I like it as an overall package better than two because it's not quite overpacked with pointless Disney worlds. I like how DDD has a whole sto side story that plays out in between Disney worlds even though it's kind of bare bones. I'm still glad it's there. While it never reaches the emotional highs that KH2 brought, it still has some really cool moments. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. I have to pee. You're, you're making me... You're <laughs> like, me. I'm gonna pee myself. Yeah, I'm gonna piss myself. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna piss! I was gonna hold it, but then you were making me laugh. <laughs> Alks, Church of Demic says, Number one, KH3. KH2, KH1, KHBBS, KH Melody of Memory, KHDDD, KH0.2, KH Recom, KH Days slash Recoded in a tie, KH Union Cross, Ooh. and then finally KH Dark Road. Okay, so I still believe Dark Road is the worst KH game right as of right now. Three chapters, which a, one of them are mad dog shit gameplay, gotcha elements, and of course, the funny monkey card we all know and love. <laughs> Maybe when the full thing comes True. out in September... Okay, fine, November, it'll be better. <laughs> but this is where it stands for me as of right now. Yeah. It's almost September and we still don't have like an actual date. No, we have no idea. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay, next, next podcast episode, we have some news. It's been delayed. <laughs> yes, that's very likely. I think that's, I'd be surprised if it did come out in September. Yeah. Uh, Marxian says, number one, KHDDD, KH3, KH1, KHBBS, Days, 0.2, Key, Chain of Memories, Back Cover, Recom, Melody Memories, KH2, Dark Road. Hey, what can I say? 3D has the best music and it never hurts to hear it, to hear the dreamy voice of the all-knowing god Joshua. Mm, I'm gonna throw up. And I really liked flow motion. It was not perfect, but because of that we actually had a I'm lot to find up. and finally again some interesting level design. <laughs> level design was good in DDD. I agree with that. Yeah. I really like the music and the level design. Mm -hmm. It definitely adds to like the dreamlike qualities. Yeah. Joshua, not a big fan. but Yeah, absolute dog shit. He has a shit-eating grin. Joshua from The World Ends With You. 
Yeah, that's he's in the game. <laughs> Bamboo says number one, KH three and Recom. Number two, KH two and three. I don't know. Write your own comprehensible and woke essay. Damn, Bamboo. Okay. <laughs> well, fine, I will. Bamboo talking to me like he didn't eat some raw ass robin eggs when he was a kid. All right. <laughs> Re- Recom has a very very Just... special place in my heart. Watching the cutscenes for the first time, I immediately attached myself to one character in particular, Axel. I remember my jaw literally dropped. I don't know why, but Axel, along with every other KH character, was unlike anything I'd ever seen in gaming. I understood understood his personality the moment he came on screen, and in my opinion, it's one of the best ways a character has ever been introduced. Along with that, I've played through some of the game myself on crappy PS2, and I absolutely love the gameplay. It's so satisfying to pull a higher card than your enemy, and the balance between avoiding damage while replenishing your cards and choosing when and how to charge into battle is the most fun I've had with a cage game. When enemies charge toward me, fucking Pokemon style to initiate a battle, it scares the shit out of me. I love it. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. Hell yes and amen. Mm, that seems contradictory. I know. That, that's why it's, it's fucking, it's that good that both hell and heaven has to say yes. <laughs> Alright, Nick D says, number one. KH Union Cross, KH1, KH3, KH2, KH BBS, KH0.2, KH DDD, KH Chain of Memories, KH Melody Memory, KH358 over two days, and finally Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Hopefully I understood and read the question correctly. I placed Union Cross above the rest of the series because the story is amazing, the characters, especially Luju, Brain, and Ephemer, were mysterious and or interesting. Art style is really charming, and being able to make myself a character that's also canon slash relevant to the story makes me feel attached to everything overall. I think Kid Martini Cross, more than the rest of the series titles, was slept on until the final chapter release and everyone was talking about it. It has flaws in the gameplay, but I could argue that if you didn't spend any money on the game, it was actually kind of challenging to put together the right medals in the right order to get the most out of what you had. Also, it allowed me to earn my name in KH3, Nick Volpus. That's so, dope. So when I'm smashing triangle in my KH3 <clears throat> speedrun, I'm going to try to shout out Nick. Hell yeah, dude. Also, um, I can't ever put Union Cross in first. Just out of the one principle, they use that fucking, they use like two fucking songs in the fucking text. Like, you have so much music to pick from, and you just keep playing the same two fucking songs over and over, dude. I can't. Agreed. But true, everyone was fucking talking about that shit at the finale. Uh, Florian says, number one, KH1. Number two, KH3, KH2, Birth by Sleep, Union Cross, Dream Drop Distance, 358 over two days, Chain of Memories, Recoded, and Dark Road. For me, the most interesting placement on this list is Kingdom Hearts 3 at number two. Before Remind, it probably would have been seven, eight, or maybe even nine on the list. Damn. A couple years and DLC later, I'm going to skip over those negatives that consume me so heavily and just focus on the positives. The use of form changes really built upon the previous forms in the series and only made positive changes. The graphics are stunning, and the series with the best in-game combat somehow got better. The new K- the new Data 13 and inclusion of Scala fixed mi- some of my biggest issues, and Yozora. Oh man, I've only ever beaten him on Critical, and the week I spent learning the fight will always stand out for me. If I want to enjoy some good cage gameplay, 3 is just the way to go. Hey, my first long answer. Haha, <laughs> the power... power <laughs> I missed something the power the power unlimited power 
yeah, I agree that um, KH3, while I did really, really like the game before Remind, um, it definitely addressed what was some of the some of the criticisms that people had with the game. Yeah. And made it an even better game. Uh, definitely. Hands down. And not all the criticisms, not all the flaws. It's not a perfect game. No. But um, K- I think KH3, anybody that says KH3 is not a good game is just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Like, there, there's no way. Literally, like, one of the only things I can think of, besides just, like, more, right? Right. Is, like, if... I wish that, like, like for example, when you go into, like, the the, the frozen keyblade form or whatever, right? If there was, like, a way where... Because I always really liked in 2 that, like, based on, like, multiple keyblades, a, a, a form could go from pretty good to, like, really good, mm-hmm. right, when you combo them together. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you could combo, like, multiple, like, forms together... That would be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Cause like obviously you can like switch mid combo and shit, but like it's not the same. Like if you could have like the frozen keyblade, but then there was also like the fucking nanotech shit on it as well, and it would do like extra damage or something. That would be like really fucking cool. Yeah. I think they solved one problem and then it created another. Mm-hmm. Um because the problem before was that Okay, you'd get a keyblade, you'd go to in KH2, you'd go to Olympus, you get the keyblade, you'd go, okay, I have this keyblade, and then you'd go somewhere else and get a stronger keyblade, and you go, okay, I have this keyblade. And like you'd only switch if like you were doing a magic build versus a physical build. But yeah. like there are probably three or four keyblades that are viable mm-hmm. when you're like doing like crit and like level ninety nine and stuff. Yeah. Where in Kingdom Hearts three they said, Okay, well let's have the key let, you can level up the keyblades now. Yeah. Now obviously Ultima Weapon and stuff is stronger than most. Yeah, there's still gonna be ones that are better. Right. But like they're all viable now. Yeah. But you're right, it lost some of that like uh not customization, but some of the the differences you can do in like niches as in, well. Right. And they replaced it with switching to keyblades, but the switching keyblades it to me isn't as fluid as it should have been. Yeah, like there's that whole pansia trick that people do to switch them like mid combo, yeah. mid combo. But it would have been a lot cooler mm. if it worked more like a Devil May Cry, where it just yeah, you just switched and it didn't break your combo. If that was if that was in the next KH game, that'd be so that'd be so fucking that'd, insane. That'd be hype, very hype. Uh, Orpheus Joshua says number one KH three plus Remind KH one Final Mix zero point two KH two Final Mix. DDD, Recom, 358 over two days, Recoded, BBS, Mom, I don't know. I don't know why he put IDK after it. Union Cross, Dark Road. And he says, To be honest, my rankings can minutely alter here and there, but this list seems mostly accurate. I like every KH game too, FYI, just some more than others. There are none I hate. I think one of my most curious placements is DDD since it's easily one of the most controversial entries and still receives quite a bit of scorn. I'm of the mind that DDD is the game that shows which fans are really into the series for the original Kingdom Hearts wackiness and those that are either glued to the past games without giving the current games a chance, or just like the initial Final Fantasy plus Disney crossover feature the series boasted. There's obviously no correct take here. You can prefer older games and like the titles for your own reasons, but I think DDD is the bravest entry, since not only did it say fuck it to Final Fantasy crossing over, 
but also introduced a variety of controversial plot points without any shame. I love KH primarily for how it never feels the need to justify itself and tends to take itself seriously. A part of me undeniably likes it when KH refrains from the Final Fantasy character cameos because as petty as hypocritical as it is, seeing people be solely interested in KH for those cameos and nothing else rubs me the wrong way. The original elements of the KH plot being in your face as opposed to fan service and cameos was something the series really needed, and DDD did it well. The series needed the crossover element to grow, but not now. Furthermore, contrary to how many people stopped taking KH plot point, KH plot seriously from this game onward because of time travel and other aspects, I found actually found myself rewatching scenes and studying the series lore with this release. I do know how broken combat in DDD is too, but I love exploring the worlds in KH, and, and flow motion is handled in a really distinct, addicting way. Thank you, OJ. Very well thought out answer. Thank you. Thank you. Billy the Kid Lawrence says, number one, recoded. Kingdom Hearts 2, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 3, Dream Drop Distance, Birth by Sleep, 0.2, Mommy, Recom, 358 over two days, Union Cross, Dark Road, Melody of Memory. And he just says, recoded trumps all because Jiminy Cricket is a god. I saw recorded at the top and Someone's I said Someone's banned. I said this is gonna be some Jiminy Cricket ass <laughs> joke. I can feel it. Uh thank you, Billy the Kid. <laughs> Get Rachel says, listing the games I have played. Number one. KH3. 0.2. DDD. KH2. Melody of Memory. KH. EBS. Rechain and Union Cross. Hmm. So uh Get Rachel's talking about the number seven ranking of EBS. I never understood the BBS hype. It might be because I haven't completed most of the worlds, but I feel like that's a major reason I knock it. The combat to me felt slow and stiff, and the melding was just overall confusing for me. Mm. Watching the bros platinum hunting never really inspired me to further (laughs) my own save file either. It may be a hot take in the Discord, but some personal friends of mine agreed. It's a decade-old handheld game, and it shows. Don't want to be a downer. I just wish I liked it as much as y'all do. Mm. I think those are fair criticisms. I mean, also, that Platinum Hunt is, like, considered the worst Platinum Hunt right, you, of all of them. You were watching, like, the worst you were probably watching version Fruitball. of BBS. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Chip Cooper says he didn't, he, he didn't put uh, numbers on them, so I can't go number one. Mm. But he just said KH2, KH3 plus 0.2, interesting, KH1. 358 over two days, Chain of Memories, Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, Melody Memory, and Recoded. And he says, I love Union Cross, but it feels unfair to put a mobile game among this list of games that I truly love every single one of. The story is amazing, and in my opinion, one of the best in the series. If we ever get Reunion Cross on console, it'll most likely end up near the top. Every single game on this list is number one in my heart for one reason or another. Not a single bad game in sight. I like the positivity. Okay, I just had a thought, dude. So, like... Besides, like, collecting Soros, is there anything in KH3 that's on, like, the weird, wacky level design type stuff as 0.2? Because, like, obviously, like, for like, I just mean, like, for example, when you're in the Dwarven, like, the mines or whatever, dream version that she's in. Mm-hmm. And you have to use the portals. It's just a straight fucking path, but like you have to make the path. Right. Is there anything else besides where like based on what you do, the world will like massively change? Or like the room? <laughs> I can't think of anything else besides collecting Soros. 
because to me like that 0.2 demo was supposed to be like yo this is what cage 3 is gonna be like and they had like i can't think of anything that was on that type of not even necessarily like level but just that type of level design in general because like the cage 3 worlds were big and like the the load zones were really big but yeah, I can't think of I can't think of anything where it was like stuff. that. I can't think of anything as <clears throat> crazy as what you're talking about. Yeah. But like for example, like the whole um in Toy Box when you walk into the the toy store and there's the cool like grindy rails thing. It's not a puzzle, but it's like yeah, yeah. a cool way to traverse the area. Um Tangled is more like tied up in like doing stuff with Rapunzel. Yeah, yeah. Um I think I think the worlds have their things. Like, uh, Big Hero 6 and, to a greater extent, Pirates are more about exploration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just can't really think of any, like... Had some rails, frozen puzzle. Rails. Yeah. I, yeah, there's not Honestly, really... it's just, like, a bunch of rails. <laughs> yeah, they th Monsters, Inc. is, That's like, a rail city. rail city. Yeah. Mob fight, the game. Um, so, no, I don't think there's anything... I just, it's just a thought that I had, because yeah. it was very to different. Me, to me, I mean... Like the two games don't seem connected to me. Really, the only that's the only time that really happens in zero point two though. Like in the first level, you have to like find the clocks and hit them to progress. Yeah. And then the dwarven mines, you have to like use the mirrors to set up the thing. Mm -hmm. There's that place where you end up fighting um, Zodiac Aqua or whatever the fuck she's called, yeah. Zodiac Killer. And <laughs> And you have to go in each Well, there's room like the pillars. The yeah. Yeah, there's like the pillars where you have to go right, upside down and shit. And all yeah. That. And then. Um, the one where you have to like turn around. After that, though, there's just like some vine grinding and hitting vines. Yeah. So to me. Rail grind. That's less <laughs> about. To me, it, it's less about, hey, this is what KH3 is going to be. But it was more about. We have. We have. We're, we're using a very small space, like very small spaces. And we have to make them interesting. That's true. Where KH3, they were carried more by the fact that they're bigger spaces that you can explore. Yeah. There's not a lot of exploration at 0.2. It's just... Not really. They're, no, mo they're mainly puzzles. hallways. Right. Yeah. They're hallways with puzzles or grinding. Um, so I, they're just... It's interesting to me that that game is described as like a... It was supposed to be on the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3. Because there are a lot of differences that they yeah. can end up going within 3. Um, and maybe they changed course because because I mean the three came out way later than they expected it to at that point even right you know so maybe they changed course a little bit with how they were doing things yeah it's definitely just like curious as as far as because the people who make zero point two are were the people that made three so like right it's just it's funny to see how there's so much puzzles in zero point two. And I don't feel like there's really any in three. This, like the, the switches on the floor or the panel, the the yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The doors yeah. and the floors. It's almost bars. like they they made these big areas in KH three, and then they um didn't have time to do that stuff in them. Yeah, you know, which I could see that that would make sense to me. You know, yeah, really, the only thing I can think of would be like. The jellyfish, but it's like once you realize you can cast like thunder, it clears all of them. Well, that's that's what they want you to do though too. Like it's mm. not even it's not even like there's multiple ways to solve that. It's just use the use thunder on the jellyfish, you know. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, I, I, you're, you're right. It's very strange. I mean, they got rid of a lot of the stuff, like the cosmetic stuff. Yeah. You put the cat ears on Aqua. Yeah, for me, that definitely just is like fluff for sure. But I, I mean, I've, as far as just like the level design is, this is definitely just weird how yeah. different it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's even like side stuff that you can do where it's not good. Because I, I haven't played crabs, I guess. I haven't played the game casually in such a long time because mm. I've been speedrunning it. So yeah. I'm trying to remember if there's like something weird in Toy Box or. It's just mostly more exploration than, than 0.2. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the hidden Mickeys and right, stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway, Cheery Theoden says. KH3, KH1, Melody Memory, BBS, KH2, the rest rotating based on how recently I played them or watched the movies. So I had a whole different explanation written out, but fuck it, let's defend Melody Memory as a top three game in the series. At least 50% and potentially more earlier on of the reason that KH3 is so amazing of a series is the music, and that's not even up for debate. It sets the tone for the worlds you enter and the battles you fight, and it can be the trigger for hundreds of forgotten gaming memories. So why wouldn't a game that celebrates one of the most unique and recognizable parts of the series be one of the best games? Above all, all above all, it's just fun as fuck. Plus, it's one of the only ways to satisfy and consume bite-sized chunks of Kingdom Hearts content. Outside of Spaghetti Bros stream clips, am I right? <laughs> you get to immerse yourself in the music of whatever worlds you choose and bounce around at will without swapping out discs. Want to relive an iconic boss fight without having to actually remember how hard it is? Done. Want to hear your favorite battle quotes alongside a nostalgic striking of a keyblade? You already know mom has you covered. So whether you want to retread old pathways in the lanes between, or even just kick back and listen to the jukebox while you clean your house, Melody Memory is there for you, and it deserves to be considered a top three entry in the Kingdom Hearts series. It's I don't, a banger. I don't think it's a top three for me, but I I, I appreciate the argument, and I think it's a fair argument. Yeah, I'm not beating anybody up if they're saying Melody Memory is one of their top oh, three. Oh, absolutely not. It's one of those things where, with Kingdom Hearts... We're just listing banger after banger. You know what I mean? So I can't really fault anyone for the most part. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Meteor Phoenix says, KH2, KH3, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories original. Commit it to memory over got it memorized. Days, <laughs> BBS, the world ends with you just trying to trigger you, and all the KH mobile games. I don't want to rank the rest because I never played or beat them. Look, I'm a very simple man. I don't know what game has the best boss fighting mechanics or is most innovative. All I can say is the game that I've had the most fun with and had the best story was Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, yeah. The plot was convoluted enough that you needed to stop and think sometimes, but not so convoluted that we had time-traveling Xehanorts. The gameplay was simply satisfying. There were plenty of mysteries to ponder, and the boss fights were appropriately bombastic and epic. One of my favorite games of all time, and yeah, it's partly nostalgia, but I feel it's an improvement on the original KH, but feels cleaner than KH3. Hmm. I do, you know, I think I'd like Axel a lot more if he said, "Commit it to memory." <laughs> you know, there is a timeline where that I mean, that's, is the case. That's that's what the translation is. Yeah, is commit it to memory. Yeah, not got it memorized. Yeah, and I feel like they spam got it memorized in the script so much after that, it kind of drives me a little nuts. Yeah, just imagine him saying, "Name's Axel. Commit it to memory." Like I just think that's better. I'm with I'm with Meteor Phoenix on that. I'm I I, I I'm with him. Tyler Tylerim says KH3, KH2, KH0.2, Recom, 358 over two cutscenes, BBS, <laughs> Melody Memory, Union Cross cutscenes, Kingdom Hearts 1, 
Dark Road, Jeez. DDD, recoded cutscenes. OG Kingdom Hearts is iconic, but kind of fucking bad. <laughs> thank, thank you, Tyler. God damn. <laughs> thank you, Tyler. OJ uh, replied to him, you're kind of fucking bad. Damn. JK, you're great. <laughs> uh, DP Grant says, KH2, KH3, KH1, BBS, 3D, Recom, 358, Unchained, Key, Dark Road, hmm. Recoded, 0 0.2. 0 0.2 is last because it's... Oh, wait. DP Grant broke the rule. Mm, DP Grant. DP Grant. Uh, I'm going to read it anyway. 0 0.2 is last because it's even more pointless than coded. Has anybody actually played it more than once? I haven't, and I've played 3D twice. Mm, DP Grant breaking the rule twice. Twice, dude. It's okay. I'm, was, dis I'm disgusted. It was a short answer, so I wasn't mad. Yeah. I, the reason that rule exists is because I didn't want people going, KH2 is good because, because of this. Of the, yeah. Also, here's a paragraph about KH3 and a paragraph about Recoded and a, and a funny little joke about uh, 0.2. Like, I just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yonag says, KH2, KH3, BBS, KH1, Recom, 358, DDD, Union Cross Movie, 0.2, Recoded. I love the characters of BBS and the story is so interesting to me that I think it deserves third. I like that. I also I also like with the only being able to talk about one. It's kind of seeing like what people feel like they have to justify. Right, yeah. Yeah. Or it like it interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're like what hill do they die on? Right. What what <laughs> what fucking starry hill are you guys dying on tonight? <laughs> I escape says KH1, KH2, KH3, 0 0.2, DDD, 358 over two days, aka multiple days by multiple days. BBS, Melody of Memory, Recoded, and then Recom. It looked like it said corn, and I was like, what's Recorn? Recorn. Kingdom Hearts 1 will always be my favorite. There's just something about that Russian nostalgia, Sora's design, his first outing, experiencing all these worlds for the first time is just so good. Riku's betrayal, but redemption at the end. Take care of her. Mickey coming out of the cut. No, Sora, let's close this door for good. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. but I really love all the worlds in this game. Do they have their issues? But yeah, but man, it's wonderful. Each world I go to, I just look into the background and like, I want to explore more dark. I want to explore more. Darn you, invisible wall. And to yeah. those hating on this game because the gameplay is so bad, etc. I tell you, <laughs> sirs and madams, to keep those bad tastes to yourself. <laughs> just because you're bad at the game doesn't mean it's bad, XD. It's all love, LOL. Yeah, the game has its problems. All games do. But you can't tell me the story was not at its most simple and clean back then. True. Billy Zane. Oh, man, come back to KH. We miss you. You could play Pluto since Ansem is no more. Wow, that'd be strangely awesome. Like, instead of actually barking, Billy would just say, Bark, bark. I don't know why I thought of that. It's so dumb. I can literally see it because, oh my god. So, our lover is home, and me and him used to watch Big Mouth together, and there's this dog, and his name is... his. He's a pit bull, but his name is Featuring Ludacris, right? And he has this, like this birth defect where he's aware he's self-conscious like he's aware of his own existence right mm -hmm. and so but they do this fucking like meme where like he'll be barking but then his bark turns into like a word right and so like he'll be like bark bark wrong wrong and then he'll like kind of like sit up a little bit almost like a human and be like there is something wrong with jay <laughs> i could just see that with pluto but then it's billy's <laughs> jesus christ Shout out to all the Big Mouth fans dark, out there. Dark. This is a dark portal.
and bark, also prove bark, bark. <laughs> problematic. It, it would, yeah, it this would, Axel <laughs> fellow is problematic. <laughs> it would also just like prove all the points everyone makes. Like Goofy it can walk and talk, and yeah, Blue, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pluto like randomly just snaps into being able to speak. Right. Swirls Barkley says, I can't bring myself to make this list because it changes with my mood, so I am justifying not making a list to begin with. I mean, okay. why do we even really make lists in life? It just puts things on pedestals, and when they become so clouded by nostalgia or other forces we humans face it day in and day out, we can't even enjoy the things we love when we list what is best and why it's <laughs> getting is fucking the best. Getting in comprehensible summary, and woke. In summary, <laughs> the best games are the games unranked, five head. <laughs> Thanks, that was woke. That was woke. Cage Waterblock says, Chain of Memories, GBA, mm. Kingdom Hearts 1, Final Mix, Recoded, Union Cross Story, KH3 Plus Remind, BBS Final Mix, DDD 0.2, Dark Road Story, Melody of Memory, Recom, KH2 Final Mix, A Dead Animal Rotting on the Side of the Street, <laughs> 358 over two days. Chain of Memories is simply just incredibly important to me. After getting to the series, I couldn't wait for this one because I could bring it anywhere I went. Quickly fell in love with its gameplay combat and its, short, its shot straight up to the top. I even prefer over the action RPG element gameplay of the number titles. The atmospheric eerie tone it always gave off and the level design using cards just made me want to play it so much that I maxed the level and hour markers for both Sora and Riku in it. I bet it's like 999 hours, right? Fucking crazy, dude. Water, water block, a legend. Mr. Trumpeter 711, good friend Matt, says, Cage 2, Recom, Cage 3, DDD, 358 over 2 days cutscenes, Cage 1, BBS, Mom, Cage Union Cross cutscenes, 0.2, Chain of Memories Original, Dark Road, Recoded cutscenes. Cage Recom deserves the number two spot because of how much it builds the foundation of the story of the Kingdom Hearts universe. It gives us our first look at the organization, who is led by a big bad of the entire series. As I now know, because I know Nomura will work it, so Xehanort was being manipulated probably by the Master of Masters. It introduced my personal favorite character, Axel, and it really brings an amazing character for him, showing that he has more than a few hidden motives. Recom also introduces a plethora of new voice actors, which really helps give the characters a tone they might not have had otherwise had. It makes you hate certain characters and shows how there is already dissent among the organization with Marluxia and Larxene betraying the mysterious organization. Axel seemingly betraying the organization when he killed Vexen, but then betrayed the traitors. And then you get to play through Riku's half of the game where you learn more about the organization. You get to see that Riku is still struggling with darkness and you don't have to worry about a fucking cricket yelling at you when your friends decide to abandon you. Yeah. The only downside to Riku's story is having to deal with a fucking rat who should probably be doing something else so they won't be too late, but it's whatever. The Disney worlds for both Sora and Riku are okay at best and awful at worst. Fuck you, Wonderland, for both Sora and Riku. Yeah. But whenever I think about Recom, I think about the story that is especially that Riku. is voiced, the story that is played out in the rooms that are paint that are painted blindingly white, not the stories that are being retold. Except Deep Jungle, Rip Tarzan. Yeah. Dude, to me, like one of the reasons I really, really love Recom is because it's like. I, I had Chain of Memories, but, like, my... It was, like, my L button or something was broke, yeah. so it was, like, fucking unplayable for me. But I just remember, you know, getting back into Kingdom Hearts and having played, you know, just one and two, really, and seeing, like, you can see all these other characters in, like, the journal and stuff, and you don't know really who they are. Right. Because you, you don't really get cutscenes with them. 
you don't know what they're like. You just know, oh, like they got these cool ass fucking weapons and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's your first like glimpse into this whole other side of the organization that you never got to see. Right. And so that's why it's just like so fucking cool. And then the whole like they're trying to do the coup and Axel's trying to kill them. And I don't know. I really fucking love that game. Yeah, it's really good. And finally, we have Jip 214 who says KH2, KH3, KH1, Melody Memory, Recom, BBS, DDD, every other game because I haven't played them. I think the most uncommon opinion on this list is putting mom so high. I don't think you can make an argument for any of the spinoffs being better than one, two, or three, but I think out of all the spinoffs, mom is my favorite. I'm on a cycle where I play through the series every other year-ish. Wait a second. Did you just break the fucking rule, dude? Yeah, he did, but he's the last one. <laughs> I always get so annoyed at some point during BBS, DDD, or Recom where I have to take a break and go play another game. But sometimes when I play a mainline game like two or three, I want to go play mom instead because I love the gameplay that much. Listening to my favorite songs from the series just makes me want to play mom constantly. This happens to me constantly. Like, for example, I walk in Twilight Town and hear work together. I hear work together and I'm in my head thinking about how much I would like to play that track right now. Mom is the rhythm game we deserve, but not the one we need right now. Mm. Thank you, Jip. Yes. Jason, uh, do you, uh, it's your turn, dude. Time, okay, time dude. to rank these off boys. Off the fucking dome, dude. Off the dome. Okay. Um, two. Three. One. Recom. BBS. DDD. I mean... Yeah, I'm gonna rank Union Cross. My mom. Um, Union Cross slash Dark Road, I guess. And then recoded in 358. Well, 358 over... Re- as yeah. you say, you don't like recoded. Three five eight, then recoded. Um, <sighs> what one are you gonna explain? Hmm. Don't be a rule breaker like Jip. Yeah, I would never break the rule, dude. I'd say I put BBS where it is because. Which was what number? It's fifth, I think. Okay. I put BBS where it is because I I really like BBS, even though doing the plat was fucking awful towards the end. But playing through it, what one of one of I mean, let's be real. One of the best parts of fucking Kingdom Hearts is when you're leveling up, you're getting new abilities, you're getting stronger, right? Mm-hmm. And the level curve in BBS is so that it's faster. Mm-hmm. Right, so you get stronger faster, and so you essentially just fucking hit that fucking dopamine of just getting stronger. Yeah, it's kind of that the, much faster. It's kind of the FF8 of Kingdom Hearts games in that way, where yeah. you can you, you can get know really doing, strong, really, really fast. strong, really fast. Yeah. So it's 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 really cool, and just knowing certain strats, like hey, if you just level up Stitch really quick, like you can just fucking get instead incredibly juiced in like twenty minutes of grinding. Right. right. And. The difficulty of it is pretty punishing on crit, but not too incredibly punishing. You can feel really strong even when you're like level 30. Mm -hmm. Just like fucking deleting bosses at level 30. Like, I just think it's really fucking good. And I hope that they create another game that is similar as far as like using your. Without like the handheld jank. 
Yeah, yeah. Like an updated version would be really fucking cool. BBS2, where you at? All right. So my ranking, number one. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Number two. Kingdom Hearts 2. Number three. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1. You did a fucking reversal. Number four. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Number five. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Okay. Number six. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Number seven. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep 0.2. Number I eight. I even rank <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Number nine, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Number 10, Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. Number 11. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. Chain of Memories is like six or something. <laughs> Push everything down one. Push everything down one. Number 12, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts VCast. Kit number 13, Kingdom Hearts Recoding. That's right. I put V cast in front of Recoded, dude. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna explain why Kingdom Hearts three is the best game in the series. Okay. Okay. Kingdom Hearts three is the best game in the series because it because it is the most fun to play. And what I mean by that is Kingdom Hearts. I, I can't. Well, I can't break my own rule. What I mean by that. He's gonna say Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts three, it always from the get go it feels fluid to play the game. Mm, There's yeah. no. Oh, you need um, you need sliding dash. You need yeah. Uh, uh, homing beacon. You need. I'm, I made up a term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, need, you know, you you just you can. Sora will go to the enemies when you attack. Yeah. Like it, it he doesn't go. Huh. Yeah. And then like you're f- three feet away from the enemies. And, you go, <laughs> what the fuck? and then you you don't you don't do your you shitty don't. little walk cycle where. Sora or another character takes a step and they move like half an inch. <laughs> and then like Kingdom Hearts 3 from a from a motion standpoint and from a fighting standpoint feels good from the get-go. Yeah. Um they don't make you they don't make you wait. They don't make you level up a bunch of shit just to like dodge roll. They don't, you know, like they they yeah. they, they took a lot of like some people might see an older game in the series and go, "This is RPG depth." But having an ability that sucks the money and orbs into you, that yeah. is not RPG depth. Draw, it's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. Just give me that ability. Kingdom Hearts 3 does that for you. Yeah. Okay? For one. Two, I really like the story. I think the story's fun. I think um, compared to other games, the Disney worlds are not the most involved, but more involved than a lot of them. Yeah, I really it's like... in the middle. I, I, I think they're pretty well Thematically, involved. Thematically, they're more involved, yeah. as opposed to just being strictly involved. Like, though. oh, yeah, we're in Pirates because we hear the guy has his heart in a chest, right. and, like, he's he's com- he's split from his heart, and he lives right. type stuff. Uh, so, thematically, I think they're, they're, they're much more involved. Um, and I just think the end part of the game is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, it's... it's um, like a cool gauntlet of just fighting, yeah. you know, multiple the, org members at once in like cool. They could have done more to make it like a little like in Remind, they fixed some of it. Like Mickey added the little team up move he can do with yeah. you and um, that you can like play. You can play through that part of the game again as Riku or mm-hmm. as um, Roxas or, or Aqua. 
which is cool. Like, there's certain fights. Um, and Remind made a lot. They added a lot to it. Added a lot of different cool things. Yeah. Um, but I just think KH3, you know, as someone who, you know, played Kingdom Hearts 1 on release and played Kingdom Hearts 2, I know I'm breaking the rule, played that stuff on release <laughs> and it has nostalgia for those games. Yeah. I just still think Kingdom Hearts 3 is like the culmination of all these games through this whole time. And while some people would say it did not meet that hype, I disagree completely. So, yeah, I think it's a great game. One thing I think would be cool, I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, if you want to do fucking fuck flare or or fuck meteor. Fuck meteor. You can't. Unless just randomly, right? Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if, let's say, like, you build the arrows, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you, like, I don't know, like, press in the fucking left stick or something, and it would, like, store those arrows as, like, a, almost like a, not like a currency, but like a, a resource mm-hmm. to where you could spend those arrows on, like, mm-hmm. a specific ability. Like you're saying, like, you go, um, like, you go down on the menu, and if you don't have those arrows built, you can't choose it, but then you could. Right. Yeah, That'd be, be cool. fucking cool. That'd be cool. Because it's not, it, like, you have to build it up, right. and in that fight, or, and, and then from that that also creates depth as well where it's you know you can if there's a certain ability you you really like to use and it it, and because of how they function differently it wouldn't be as like okay just fucking duck flare every fucking 10 seconds like it's not as abusable as that right but you can still force is not duck flare yeah 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 exactly it's, it's still good especially in mob fights yeah but like duck flare is like Ultimate iframe, yeah. Destroy mega bosses, like bullshit. stun lock, stun yeah. lock. You know, so it it. The problem with and the problem with Duck Flare isn't that it is powerful; it's that it's abusable. Yeah, that's that's why it like it's used so much in so many different speedrun strats because it is. You just need a couple ethers and you just do it again. Yeah, while Donald's doing the finale of it, you just toss two ethers, boom, you're back in it. Yeah, you know? so it's it. It is cool, but it is like abusable. Where yeah. like, even if you did your idea, flare force wouldn't be abusable in that yeah. way. Or just like fucking hell, like I I just want to I just want to see meteors rain from the sky, dude. Like go down in the menu, right. like fucking right. That'd that be shit. cool. That'd be cool. I just want to throw go- Goofy off a cliff. Yeah. They kind of nerfed Goofy's like abilities. Yeah. They had to, dude. Where all the goof was fucking... That shit was disgusting. And in, in fucking Recom, he's disgusting, yeah, too. He's, he's really good. The the Goofy... Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Wait, does he... He only has one, right? He's got... Because the other one, it's Donald and Goofy together. It's the Trinity shield guard, breaker. yeah. That's that's the all three together, though. Yeah. Donald has two and Goofy only has one? Or is it just because I only speedrun the game recently? I don't remember what his other one is. Yeah, because he's got the one where he throws the goofy bombarder or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he only has one. That's bullshit. That's like, fucking disrespectful. Like Goofy's dude. some kind of fucking guest character, like right. Jack fucking Sparrow or something. Right. I'm sorry, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Captain. Captain Jack Sparrow. Ugh. That's that's Yam's impression of Jack Sparrow. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for the question of the week this week. This has been a long-ass episode, y'all. Uh, thank you to everybody who answered the question. 
This next week's question of the week comes from our friend Emma Luna, who says, Suggestion, what is the most comprehensible and woke moment in Kingdom Hearts? Hmm. So I want you guys to answer that question for next week's question of the week. Thank you guys so much to for uh, listening and watching and being here. And, um, you know, we really appreciate all the support we get. I mean, the fact that even during this Kingdom Hearts news drought, we have, you know, an average of like 500 people listening to this podcast That's every crazy. week is insane to me. Um, and I can't wait for because if this is what we're like during this, oh, hell we're yeah, about dude. to be, we're about no. to be, we're gonna fucking pop off. We're gonna pop off when Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming, off. you guys. I hope you're excited for that. It's gonna be a really exciting time. Um, hopefully, Square Enix invites me to the event, not Jason, just me. Yeah, and <laughs> that would happen. No, they're not gonna invite us, dude. They're gonna invite like fucking like. That would it would be like he brings hair up too. They're gonna what? They're gonna invite. They're gonna invite someone cool like Lands or something. Yeah. Not us. Or Demo. Even though way more expensive flight. Yeah. To get Demo here. Just saying, Square Enix. If you want to save your money, we are the we are the bargain yeah. bin option. Yeah, we we, we we might we might buy our own flight. Just put us just put us in like the the fucking. What, what's worse? A dumpster. What? 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 Isn't it? Didn't they come out with something like lower than fucking economy or whatever? It's like, or maybe it's called economy. I don't fucking remember. Just wherever the most, the nearest homeless community. Thirty dollar flight. <laughs> the, the nearest homeless community is just give us a tent. Yeah. Just have a car come pick us up for the event. That's all we ask. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Square Enix, for sponsoring this. Just podcast. tell us where it is, I guess. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> tell us where it is. We'll be there. Uh. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll be back next week with episode 127. Um, yeah. Yeah. Catch us on twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. That's it, I guess. How do we end this show? Oh, yeah. Jason, hit him with it. Number one. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Number two. Fuck off. You won't believe number 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
Hello. What's good? Fuck you, man. You fucking, you fucking suck, man. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You know I'm talking to you. You fucking suck. I fucking hate your fucking guts. You, 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 dis you disgust me. You, you, you really just fucking disgust me. It's, it's honestly quite, it, it's, it's fucking triggering. I'm fucking triggered. Is that good? <laughs> check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. There's a song that is, uh, that whale had set as her, like, menu music. Because you can change your music in Neo, The World Ends With You. Mm -hmm. And it is actually a banger, dude. It's called, like, Incongruous or something like that. That dude, shit's a banger. Don't say it in front of David Russell that or shit's a banger. or anybody. They'll tell you Ishimoto's a fucking hack, dude. It's a banger, dude. They'll say he's a fucking hack. Like, it makes me want to overthrow the government. 